But what I love about the first priority model is it became, it's, it's less about me. Yeah. And it's more about raising up students. Yep. And um, when you get involved uh, with first priority, to anyone who does get involved, I would say trust the process because the process is spirit-led and it's yeah. gospel-focused and it's disciple-making in, it, in its truest sense. It's yeah. giving students the mantle. Working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States, this is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Cherico and Brad Skelling. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the First Party Podcast. I'm glad that you're here today. I've got an excellent show in front of you because Steve is not here. And Jacob Sharp is here. Welcome, <laughs> Jacob, to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. My new co-host. I'm just going to announce it now. There we go. That's not why you're here. I just shocked you, but that's okay. Great. Yeah, you knew it was probably coming. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I can do. It's, when Steve's not in the state. It's the age old adage for ministry, right? You yeah. just get thrown into it. That's right. Your, your title's one thing, but your mm -hmm. job is a completely different thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> your title today is guest on the show. So welcome. Beautiful. Yes. Glad and co-host. I just added that on at the end. We'll see how long the run lasts. <laughs> oh, well, for all of you listening in, uh, Jacob is, uh, what is your title here? Yeah, uh, ministry director okay. for Rutherford County, uh, I believe is what my official title is. I think I looked on the website, it said something like associate of ministry, so okay. somewhere along the lines of... That uh, sounds pastoral, like yes. church title. Yes. Mm -hmm. Does that mean you get to do everything Steve doesn't want to, like a lead pastor has an associate <laughs> kind of thing? Basically, yeah, I, I am his, uh, uh, what do you call it when like you have like a, a runner for your ministry, like they go and grab you the coffee. Yeah, yeah, an intern. Like exactly. You're an intern. Yeah, I'm a glorified <laughs> intern, yeah, Steve Cherico. That's not true at all. That's not true at all. Uh, well, we're going to just jump right in. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Where are you? We already told, said Rutherford County, but not everybody knows where that is who's listening in. So give us a little history. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I'm Jacob Sharp. I am, uh, like I said, ministry director for Rutherford County. Rutherford County, uh, I guess you could say, is uh, east of Nashville. Uh, okay. Yeah. Twenty-four east, uh, and you go right past uh, Antioch, and mm -hmm. um, I uh, Rutherford County in incorporates Laverne, Smyrna, Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro. Yep. Uh, I guess parts of is Bellbuckle in Rutherford County as well. I have uh, no or, idea. Okay. Well, it's a very was, small town. That was not part of, of geography state. class in Iowa. So <laughs> well, that yeah. So anyway, so Rutherford County uh, is um, not too far from Nashville. Yep. Uh, so anytime anyone asks me where I'm from, I just say Nashville. It's the easiest yep, way to that's right. where I'm from. Me too. But, 30 minutes south of Nashville is what it, I always say in Spring it, Hill. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, I am married. been married for three years now. Uh, before First Priority, I was a youth and worship pastor on staff at a church. Uh, and uh, I've been involved with First Priority since 2020. Uh, and, okay. And uh, so, so for the three years you've been on staff with the church, you've been part of First Priority. Yep, yep. Uh, Justin Terrio, my predecessor, is the one yeah. who got me involved, and yeah, uh, dear friend, and yeah, that's so. awesome. That's awesome. Steve's actually with Justin this week yes. at boot camp, fundraising, learning boot how camp. to raise some money. Yeah, I'm getting text updates every like five minutes saying, oh, yeah? you should do this, this, and this." And this. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Congratulations. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, yeah. So you're friends with Justin. Yep. You got started. What was your first role with First Priority, and why did why did you jump in? Yeah, so um, my very first year of youth ministry was COVID year. 
Ah. Uh, and when wow. I came on staff, so I came on staff December of 2019. Okay. Uh, we had a uh, full youth staff team, mm -hmm. uh, a pretty pretty good size, about 50 student youth group. And COVID hit, and um, the dynamic of youth ministry changed. Something I wasn't even fully prepared for. No, none of us uh, were. Yeah, yes. yeah. So getting used to doing Zoom youth ministry, uh, I was absolutely terrible at it. But uh, I just remember that um, I got into a place where I didn't really know what to do in terms of youth ministry and reaching mm -hmm. uh, the lost yeah. uh, for Christ. And so I was just in uh, on a prayer walk and I asked God, what, what do you want me to do? Okay. How do I do this? Yeah. And I remember I, I genuinely felt the Lord say, whatever I put in front of you, you say yes to. And hmm. I was like, okay. Well, the next day, Justin Terrio calls me. He was like, hey. I need a campus coach at Rocky Fork Middle School. Okay. And I just said, yes. He's like, you don't even pray about it? I was like, I did yesterday. <laughs> That's awesome. God told me to say yes. And so okay. I said yes. Uh, I think the next week I showed up and Justin and I went for like the next, uh, gosh, month or two, because I think it was around April when I was praying that. So okay. we only had like a month or so left of school anyways. Mm -hmm. So I went into Rocky Fork and uh, just helped uh, with the club there for the next two months and then Justin kind of prepared me for, hey, this is what it's going to look like long term for you to be a campus coach at Rocky Ford. Okay. Took me through a lot of the training at the time. I think mm -hmm. that might have been the first year we launched Epic, I think was around that time. Yeah, yeah. Um, right so he was training me into uh, the uh, uh, Epic cycle. And uh, and then I just started doing uh, first priority, I guess, 20, uh, 2020, 2021 school year. Uh, and so Rocky Fork that was, was a rough on. one. Oh yeah. Oh, it was yeah. a rough school year. And yet it was the most fruitful. Uh, really? Uh, yeah. We saw a lot of, uh, um, just a lot of revival break out at Rocky mm. Fork middle school. It's kind of cool. We had a club of four kids. Okay. Uh, showing up every single week. Yep. Um, and we decided to run the Epic pretty faithfully. So even yep. if it was like four kids, we're still doing invite week. We're yep. still going to preach the gospel no yep. matter what. Yeah. Uh, and I would say at the end of that school year, it went from about four kids to about um, 25, 30 kids. Okay. Uh, and then from there, uh, I'd say probably this last year, 2023, mm -hmm. uh, at the end of the school year, we had about 80 kids. Wow. Uh, and uh, saw That's God awesome. do a lot of amazing things through that mm -hmm. club. And uh, it's pretty, pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, and when did you transition from? Church staff to first priority staff. I know the answer to that question, but our right, audience doesn't. Yeah. So. so I guess this year would be the answer. Long story short was I went from a campus coach to what's called an area coordinator, mm -hmm. where I was doing the same thing, but uh, trying to do that for eight different schools uh, okay. in the county. Okay. Uh, and then moved from an area coordinator into uh, the director role that I'm in now. And I transitioned uh, September 1st was my full, first full-time day uh, yeah. with... Uh, first priority of Greater Nashville. Okay. So I don't think I knew that because, yeah, you were in training with us when we had our staff training the first part of August already. Yeah. So I was basically gradually moving into, so I think August was considered part time because I was still on staff with my church at that okay. point, uh, but still doing a, probably doing a lot more with first priority uh, at the time in yep. August. So, yep. yeah. So, what does it look like now? You said eight schools before. Yeah, so now I'm overseeing a where, where county. Okay. Uh, so right now, I think that we are around um, nine schools okay. launched, okay. I believe. Okay. Um, once I start naming schools off, we'll find out how many schools <laughs> there are. Um, my pastor's number will become real numbers very soon. Yeah, um, exactly. But, um, I, we are looking at potentially launching, hopefully, uh, 
two new clubs, um, three new clubs within the next uh, school year. So yeah. um, having conversations around that, but mm-hmm. I mean, we're overseeing the entire county. So hoping okay. to see that the Lord does a lot more. Um, and that's awesome. Just building up relationships and uh, networks as we go to see those things happen. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's an exciting moment in Nashville. Not only, yeah, Steve's been here for a long time, mm-hmm. but you're rising up the ranks. Ryan's coming on staff. There seems to be a, a lot of good things happening in Nashville right now. It feels like it. Yeah. Feels like a, you definitely. got a story? You got a story from even the last year? Not not necessarily, yeah. you know, on staff, but yeah. yeah. I would say um, two, two really uh, cool stories, I think, to um, some of the people that we've been working with in the Rutherford County area. Um, last year at Smyrna High School, um, we uh, started to move uh, towards getting it completely student-led oh, yeah. at Smyrna High School. Uh, and we had probably four students who were our main student leaders that just rotated um, on all of the different uh, ways that they could serve through yep. promotion, through doing the welcome and the teaching. And one of those students came up to me and said, hey, next year I'm actually going to be going to Oakland High School. Hmm. And I really want to plant a first priority there. Nice. Uh, and so really just understood the vision and the heart of first priority, wanting to reach lost people uh, yep. with the gospel. And he's like, would you train me on how to do that? And so spent a lot of the summer and uh, the early month of August kind of training him, preparing him, finding who's going to be our faculty sponsor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he did all of the legwork. Sure. Uh, so that was one of the new clubs that we launched this year was nice high school nice uh and we started out with about uh nine students Mm -hmm. and you know usually i start off every first club with like hey let's if it's a smaller club yep let's do a quick you know what's your name why are you here you know something fun like what buddy the elf was your favorite color kind of moment right (laughs) right um and uh each student said hey the reason why i'm here is because this student invited me and Hmm. Uh, three of them said, I have no, uh, church background or uh, Christian background at all. Okay. But this guy invited me and he has a really, uh, infectious, like desire for God. And I kind of wanted to know more about it. And wow. so that was really encouraging to show up the first club and yeah. like, for the kids say, yeah, I don't really have a relationship with God, but this kid, there's something different about him. And so I showed up and wanted to know more about it. That's so uh, cool. So just already seeing some traction in that direction. Yeah. And then uh, same thing, but with a faculty sponsor. Okay. Uh, this year, uh, he ended up moving schools and he was like, hey, man, you know, I love seeing what God's doing at this school. We've already yep. got a huge faculty base here. I would love to do the same thing that we're doing, but at a new school. Okay. Um could you help me do the same thing? And I was like, of course, yeah, 100%, that's <laughs> right. what I'm here for. Uh, exactly. And so same, um, same approach, uh, kind of started training him through the summer months, getting him prepared for launching a club at his school. Uh, and we just launched that club on Friday and, mm-hmm. uh, we had about 12 students show up mm-hmm. and, um, getting a campus coach in that school as well. And so Love it. those are moments for me where I'm like, okay, um, whenever you're doing ministry, there obvious moments when you feel alone or feel like maybe yeah. you're the only one that has this burden. And, mm-hmm. and those are the reminders that tell you it's far, nothing could be farther from the truth, right? Yep. That, that there are people who have a burden in the heart for not just for FP, but yep. for the, um, the gospel going forth and yeah. kids getting their lives changed. And obviously yep. FP is the Avenue, the vehicle that that happens through. But, yeah. um, it was, uh, it, those were two testimonies and, love and really just moments for me to say, Hey, this is, there are people in this who really love what God's doing and are yep. excited to be a part. So, yep, that's yep. right, that's right. Well, and I'll pause for a moment. 
Uh, we usually do an announcement at the beginning, but I'll say, hey, if you feel like you're alone with First Priority, come to the First Priority Fall Conference. Yes. Because you won't meet all the students that Jacob's talking about and the teacher nope. sponsors, but you'll meet Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you'll meet each other, uh, people from all over the country yeah. coming in. It's not a huge group of people. It's usually 50 or 60 uh, right in there, just staff members uh, from various chapters and districts and yeah, just rubbing shoulders, realizing we're not alone. So registration is open, firstparty.club slash events. You can get on there and register. I think it ends September 30. So yeah. if you're listening after that, email Christina at fpofamerica.com. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. Be there or be square. That's right. That's right. So, um, well, that's excellent. Uh, I love that, you know, just following God. Where's God opening the door? Yeah. One of the things we hang our hats on, obviously, is student-led. But mm -hmm. when you have that student who is called... Uh, that's worth everything right mm -hmm. there. That's, that's yeah, especially when he's just out there doing it. He's not relying on the club to share the gospel, but he already has fruit from the ministry he's doing yeah. in the halls of the school. That's just yeah. phenomenal. And, and uh, I would say that that is becoming more and more of a, of a testimony um, than when I first started with, you know, Rocky Fork. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, kind of building it up, there was probably a little bit more leader involvement at the beginning, Yeah, you know, um, but this just happened this last Sunday. Um, we had heard about a club that was happening on a school campus, hmm. um, knew that it was going on, did not know how many kids were involved in this club, Okay. did not know uh, if they really were following the first priority epic cycle. Right. We had just no idea. Yeah. We just knew there was a club called First Priority on yep. a school campus, uh, and they had reached out to be trained. Okay. So I show up to this, and I had thought maybe this club was made, meeting every other uh, they have a club cycle of five to six weeks. So they met every five to six weeks or something along the way. Oh, wow. So I was like, I don't really know how this, how does that work? Right. <laughs> Anyways, I show up and I'm asking these students questions and they're like, Oh, we meet every week. And I was like, Oh, that's awesome. Great. Mm -hmm. So meeting more frequently than I thought. I was like, yep. so how many students is like, is this the amount of students? And I think there were four there at the time. I was like, is this the group? And they're like, no, we have about 50 students hmm. that are meeting on a regular basis. And I was like, Oh my gosh, are you serious? And they're like, yeah. I was like, so what do you guys do? Like, well, we come up with the content every single week. Hmm. Um, we do the Bible study. We do uh, the teaching. We do the discussion questions. Yep. And then we just let them loose. And so then when I told them about the Epic model, they started to get a vision for, oh, we get to reach our our school campus yeah. for Christ. Yep. And I remember hearing one of the girls say, guys, what if we could become a group of 50 to a group of 75 because we start inviting lost people to hear the gospel. Right. And so she got a vision for, okay, Love it. this could be really cool. So again, another moment where you hear students just getting excited about reaching yeah. kids for the gospel. That's why we do there. what we do. Yeah. 100%. Wow. 100%. So it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. So what would you tell a new church leader mm -hmm. three years ago? Obviously we'll take the COVID aspect out of it. Cause that's yeah. never happening again. Pinky promise. Yep. And, uh, yeah, what would you tell them? Why why get involved with first priority? I think you already told the story that says why you get involved well, with first priority. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. But you know, what would you what advice would you give them as they, they're stepping into this, thinking about it? Yeah. I think the first thing I would say is um first priority is a just it's a simple way to get on school campuses. Um I think for me, um, it's really easy as a youth pastor to get comfortable. Um, in the flow of of what you do, you know, mm -hmm. your Wednesday night Bible study, your Sunday morning Bible studies. Yeah. And I just remember the Lord burdening me for more, uh, yeah. that there is a greater call to go and just reach people. But even more than that, you know, 
I know that Wednesdays, every single Wednesday, I was telling my students to go and share the gospel. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the challenge was to be a good disciple maker, you have to go live out the very things that you're teaching your students to do. Yeah. Uh, first priority presented a really simple way for me to get on campus. Yeah. And I remember knowing that, okay, I've got five students at my church who are at Rocky Fork Middle School. So of yep. course I was like, hey, I'm gonna be at your school mm -hmm. these times, would love for you to come and join. Yep. It was a very easy way for me to show them this is how you do it. The very thing yep. I've been telling you to do on a Wednesday night, right? Mm -hmm. um, I think that first priority is, uh, the reason why I got involved was it was a easy way to get involved um, in my community. Yeah. Uh, I think the, um, the advice I would give to anyone who wants to get involved with mm -hmm. first priority is to trust the process a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, Brad, you and I talked at uh, the training. Mm -hmm. and I remember telling you that uh, I used to hate. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> the first priority model, uh -huh. you know, the epic model. Yeah. Uh, and part of that was my rebellious, like, oh, well, you know, the gospel should just be it and mm -hmm. nothing else. And mm -hmm. um, But what I love about the first priority model is it became, it's it's less about me. Yeah. And it's more about raising up students. Yep. And um, when you get involved uh, with first priority to anyone who does get involved, I would say trust the process because the process is spirit led and it's yeah. gospel focused and it's disciple making in, in its truest sense. It's yeah. giving students the mantle. And I think so many times, especially as leaders, it's easy to hold on to the mantle mm -hmm. when it's better to release the mantle to students. Yep. Um, and a quick testimony, Steve had shared this on a, a podcast with another group. Okay. But he shared a story of a middle school where the eighth grade group, um, basically their last first priority club meeting, prayed over the seventh grade class, commissioning them to the same work that nice. they had been doing, right? Nice. Well, that was the Rocky Fork Club, I believe. Oh, really? I think it was. If I'm wrong, then um, that's Steve Steve's, come back yeah, and Steve's fault. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, but that, to me was a picture of, Hey, because I released the mantle to them, mm -hmm. they knew how to release the mantle to the next group and yeah. it just showed a clear model. Um, so I think that would be the advice that I would say is trust the process. Yeah. Um, it's good. And stay faithful yeah. in those moments. Yeah. We all want to create, we're created because we're created in the image of a creative God. Right. Yeah. So we all want to do that, but I agree. Just walk the process, keep it simple. Right. That's what that's one of the things I love about first priority is it's just simple. Mm -hmm. Empowering the students to share the gospel. It's the sending capacity, not the seating capacity. Yeah. Right. So and it's even realizing that, you know, there are weeks where we watch a Bible project video uh, yeah. through the through the curriculum. Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, you read a scripture and sometimes as a as a shepherd, uh, yep. as a pastor. Yep. I want to spend 20 minutes saying, Hey, this scripture is really dense. Mm -hmm. Let me help unpack this for you. Yeah. And you know, in club time, you, you don't have that time. You don't have that to do that. Yeah. And so sometimes, um, one of the processes in first priority is the discussion question part, right? Mm -hmm. Where you're saying, Hey, get into groups, talk about this with one another. You know, um, I know one of the first weeks is, uh, or the first month is uh, in the Epic series now mm -hmm. is, uh, talking about the Bible. Yep. Right? And there's yep. a powerful question in that first equip week that just says, can we trust the Bible? Why or why not? Right. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, man, that's a dense question. I want right. to really unpack that. Right. Um, but we really let that question go and just said, y'all discuss it. And I jumped into one of those groups and remembering thinking, man, those students touched on things that I don't think I ever could have mm. because, you know, again, trusting the process, realizing, yeah. Hey, the spirit's moving in those students, mm -hmm. whether they're, 
you know, seeking the Lord in that moment or not. Yeah. God's using that discussion time to really get to a space of, of understanding. Yeah. And it was, it was pretty impactful again, I love it. to know that I could just step back and let the process happen. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, and that's one of the things too. I don't know if you're aware of that, but when we put Epic material out and in, in the, the, each week we want there, we always say we're, we're evangelistic. We're not a Bible study. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, kind of as a marketing statement to push against most things are Bible studies when yep. people get together, right. either, you know, Bible and worship, we want it to be evangelistic. Yeah. But at the same time, we do recognize that most of the kids, your four, your eight that you start with probably don't know each other very well, right? They're a freshman boy and a senior girl, whatever yep. the case might be. They go to different classes. They don't interact. They don't go to the same churches, whatever the case might be. But if they start wrestling with some of those questions, that first part of every week is a little bit of a Bible study mm -hmm. so they can find common spiritual ground yep. and form that bond together as a group so they can trust each other and then be equipped with that gospel to go and share it, right? So yep. there's two parts to every meeting. Part of it is we want a spiritual group to form, but then we also want them to go out and be that lighthouse Right in there. And so each week is intentionally doing both of those things, which yeah. is why you see some of those questions. And it's kind of like in a sense of, uh, I always call it like a uh, first priority is almost like the appetizer mm -hmm. where when you get through the epic cycle, you get to the very last week, which is connect. Yep. And the point is we want you to get connected back to the local church, because if you've just given your life to Christ, yeah. if you want to continue to grow in your relationship, you have to do so within a spiritual community. Yep. And we know that FP's, value system is we believe that happens within the local church mm -hmm. and in a lot of ways i almost realized that some of those questions are kind of like wetting the palate right yeah like, you know yeah kind of giving you a taste of hey this is what we're talking about mm -hmm. if you want to go deeper it'll probably happen better in the context of a local yeah. church it's um, very true so it's cool i i agree there, there's there's depth there and yet mm -hmm. there's almost like a depth and then there's a pull like mm -hmm. hey this is this isn't this isn't it this, this is, is yep. part of it yep there's more found in the yep. uh, local church yep so good. Yeah. So good. Well, thanks for joining us today, being a part of First Priority. It's an honor to uh, office with you here in Nashville. And yeah, I know you've been on the show before, but hopefully it's not as long until next time. Yeah, I'm excited to continue the journey. And thanks for having me on, Brad. Yeah, yeah. Well, and everybody for listening, uh, thank you for following along. Hopefully you're encouraged by Jacob's story. And uh, if you haven't signed up for Fall Conference yet, do so. Do Club slash events. And we'll see you here in Nashville in October. See you then.